Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Brave and Well podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Newton. I'm a group practice owner and social worker. I'm also a Latina entrepreneur, mom, and recovering perfectionist. On this podcast, we teach mental health professionals how to build sustainable, profitable, and values-aligned businesses. Here, you'll hear all about decolonizing the business side of private practice and supporting the entrepreneur and the therapist. We'll also invite fellow therapists and healers to share their stories. Our time together will be raw, honest, vulnerable, and held together by joy. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our newsletter at braveandwell.com slash newsletter dash sign up. Thank you for listening. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Brave and Well podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Newton, licensed clinical social worker. It's so good to be back. I don't know about y'all, but this summer has been not exactly what I thought it would be. I thought it would be very stress-free, very chill, take some time off, maybe not work as hard, let go of some projects. And I just feel like between life and working, things have been more a little bit more stressful than I thought or anticipated. So here we are ending the summer. School's about to start. People are coming back from vacation. And I know a lot of us therapists and healers are trying to look at our schedule and try to get back into this place of thinking about what fall is going to look like. In my experience, fall tends to be a really busy time for therapists and private practice owners just because people are getting back into their routine. They're, you know, looking for some consistency in their schedules. They're wanting to get back into therapy. Maybe they took a hiatus because they were traveling in the summer with family or just needing a break in general. I know that we've seen in my practice kind of um, just a little dip in client sessions and clients either phasing out of therapy or putting a pause on therapy. And so, yeah, we're just kind of excited to kind of get back into business and just keep doing the good work that we're doing. So I wanted to talk about today, three ways to get ready for the fall season. This is something that I didn't do early on in my business just because I didn't know that this was a thing. But what I've learned is that there are seasons in private practice, right? Summer tends to be a little bit slower. People tend to either take breaks or maybe phase out, or maybe they move from weekly sessions to biweekly sessions or monthly check-ins. Fall tends to be really busy. Then we get into the holidays and that starts to slow down a little bit because people have a lot of holiday plans and they're just really busy with closing out the year. And then spring kind of picks up again, right? New year, new me, people have a lot of personal work that they want to be doing. And so there are seasons in private practice. And I think a lot of that is really reflective in how our caseloads look, you know, what our revenue that's coming in looks like, how much we're able to save. And part of fall planning when you're an entrepreneur is preparing for those seasons. I didn't realize that I needed to prepare for slow seasons. I needed to prepare for taking a vacation or taking a week off. Or, you know, if I had events coming up that I knew that I wasn't going to be able to work, I needed to prepare financially for how to still pay myself, cover my expenses 
while also taking care of me and prioritizing my personal life. And all of that didn't click right away. You know, I I went from agency work, getting paid consistently, you know, having PTO and having that cushion where that's not true right now, unless you work in a group practice or in a private setting that offers you PTO as an entrepreneur, especially a solo entrepreneur, you don't have that built in. And so, you know, getting ready for any season And right now we're talking about the fall because that's just where we're at. But any season is really an important practice. So I have three tips, strategies, whatever you want to call them for you. The first is carve out some time and sit with your schedule to figure out where you'll plug in the different parts of your work. For example, I have different buckets when I think about the work that I do, right? It's not all the same. I have client work. I have leadership, right? My leadership position as a group practice owner of Colors of Austin Counseling. I have Brave and Well and the projects that are associated with that. So this podcast, business consultation. So any Brave and Well projects. Then I have Social Note, which is my third business that I'll share more about in another episode. But Social Note is a business that I run with my husband. And that is definitely one of my buckets and something that I have to allocate and make time and space for. Then I'm a clinical supervisor. So I do clinical supervision. And that takes up several hours of my week. My family, which is my priority. And then self-care, right? Taking care of me. So those are my buckets. How many buckets is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven buckets. So figure out what your buckets are and get grounded with your work and set some boundaries. So when I think about my schedule, I work Monday through Friday. I have usually a hard start at 9 a.m. and a hard stop at 6 p.m., sometimes 5 p.m., depending on you know, what's going on that evening. But within those hours, I have to think about how do I block the hours within the week, right? And so for me, I love using like a color coding system where I'm all about paper. Like I love paper planners. I love markers, fun pens. I love stationery in general. Um, So all my stationery friends out there, I'm with you. And I sit down with my planner and I think about where do I want these buckets to fall? On what days do I want to be doing which projects? And so Mondays are usually my admin days for all my businesses to kind of look ahead at the week, plan what's coming up, think about anything that I need to do on the front end to prepare for projects coming up that week. Tuesday usually is clinical supervision. Colors of Austin Leadership, Wednesdays are usually times that I'm with my clients. Thursdays is usually clinical supervision and business consultation meetings. And then Friday is usually some more Brave and Well stuff and then social note. And so that's what works for me. But I think it's different for everybody, right? You have to kind of figure out what works with your schedule. So carve out time and sit with your schedule to figure out where you'll plug in the different parts of your work, right? And make sure that you make a plan for self-care. I think one of the things that 
we can get into trouble with is saying that we want to make space to prioritize ourselves, but if we don't actually put it down or write it down somewhere, it won't happen. And this was another lesson I learned just when I thought about, well, when does that therapy session actually happen? Or when do I actually go on that walk? Or when do I actually, you know, have that coffee date or lunch date with my colleague? Those are the things that we can neglect and we can fill up our schedules with other things that are work. And then we think about wanting to do some of these extra self-care things or just connection pieces, not even self-care. I mean, I think self-care can be a complicated phrase and term for people to sit with, but just connecting, right? Like I really value connection. And one of the things that was really hard for me during COVID and working from home was the lack of connection that I had with other people. And so while, you know, still being cautious now, but I'm so grateful that I get to connect with my colleagues again, and I get to have that, you know, lunch break with them and be able to meet up with them and see how they're doing and, you know, get inspired by each other. So, but that takes time, right? And I need to plan ahead for that. That can't just be something that I spring upon myself or them. It's got to be really planned. So get grounded in that. Think about, Fridays for me are my networking days too. You know, if I have any flexible space or time, I look at Fridays and I think, wow, I have a block of three hours. I wonder who's available or who have I not connected with recently that I really miss and want to talk to or that, you know, I really want to check in with. And when we, I think in the last episode, we talked about marketing, right? Marketing equals community, marketing equals connection, the self-care prioritizing yourself, connecting, that's your marketing time. So it is an investment. I know that for me, I used to look at that extra time as if I'm not working, then I'm not, that I'm wasting time. I'm not pushing myself forward. And those times that I set aside to connect and be with myself, be with my business, be with others, that is an investment in my business. Absolutely. And same for my family, you know, having a a small child now, whether she has swim class or ballet or a play date, I want to make space for that. I want to be sure that I'm around if, if she needs me to be and, um, and if I want to be, which I do. And so, um, but I have to, I have to be able to put that in my planner and be able to make that a priority. And so something I suggest is when you are looking at your calendar, printing out a seven day week calendar on paper and kind of playing with it using a pencil or something you can actually erase um, and plugging things in and seeing how they feel and trying it out first, right? You might have one schedule in August and then at the end of August, you reflect and you think that wasn't really great or there were parts of my schedule that I loved and there were parts that I didn't. So that leads us to number two is reflecting on the past six months, right? This is really important as you enter a new season is reflecting on what things were like for you for the past six months. What worked really well? What am I ready to let go of? What do I want to keep, but I don't need to do right now? And really sitting with some of these questions and asking yourself, what do I need to make adjustments on? And giving yourself permission to do that. 
You know, you might find that you make some adjustments that don't work and you make some that do, and that's okay. And constantly giving yourself time and space to just reflect on how things are going and how you're feeling. In the last month or so, I realized that I was stacking my Mondays too high. Like even though Mondays were technically my admin days, I had like five leadership team meetings and one-on-one meetings with people. And I wasn't I ended up being in a space where I didn't have any time to get any anything done. And so I was starting my week with all these meetings, packing on to-dos on top of what I needed to do for that week. And so it just left me feeling really overwhelmed, really foggy, and just really kind of frustrated, you know, and and not feeling motivated for the week. And so I reached out to everyone that I had standing meetings with on Monday and I said, look, I can't meet with you on Monday anymore. This isn't going to work for me. I need to clear my Monday schedule to have space for me and to reflect and kind of focus and get ready for the week. So how can we push our meeting back to another day this week? And I was able to do that. Ask me if I would have able been able to ask for that three, four years ago, the answer is no. You have the right to change things within your business that no longer serve you and your business. You do not have to take that client at 7 p.m. If you have a hard stop at six, you don't have to take that meeting on a Tuesday at 9 a.m. and compromise your meditation practice. You don't have to overextend yourself because when we overextend ourselves, we always end up compromising our time and our energy. When we overextend ourselves, we end up resentful. You don't have to overextend yourself to make things work. Things will fall into place when they do, and not everything has to happen right away. Not everything has to happen right now. I think about the meetings that I have in my schedule and how many of them actually have to happen right then and there. They don't, right? Everything is flexible. And so give yourself permission to push things back, to change a meeting to a different day, to tell a client, no, I can't see you past six, to start your day a little slow, to not compromise that meditation practice, even if that means that you're missing out on a client who can pay your full rate. When you give people options, they will always pick one that doesn't work for you. When you give people options that are in line with your boundaries and your values and your ideal schedule, then it'll work. It'll work for you and it'll work for them. So, Reflect on the past six months. Take inventory of what worked really well and what you're ready to let go of. And number three, what support do you need to hold yourself accountable to the ways you want to show up this fall? We all have things that we need support with. We don't get through this alone, right? That's why you're here. That's why Brave and Well exists is because we're a community that supports each other. And we can't do this alone. And so when you think about the work and the life that you're creating yourself, what support do you need to hold yourself accountable? 
It's easy to compromise your needs and your life in secrecy. That's the wild thing about private practice is that it is so isolating. It is so easy to get caught up in your own ways and not tell anybody. Nobody could ever really know what's going on with you as a solo entrepreneur unless you tell them. That's the dangerous part of it, I think, right? The fact that we can get so caught up in ourselves and our work that we forget to look up. We forget to turn to our left or our right or what's in front of us and say, hey, I haven't even had time to look up. This is what's going on with me. Do you have time to chat? So when I think about the support that I need to hold myself accountable, I think about weekly therapy sessions. I think about morning walks. I think about stillness with myself, reflection. I think about checking in with my people, making time for connection. And I think about what others that know me well, that know me inside and out would say if they knew exactly what I was compromising, right? The people that love me, the people that know me, the people that care for me and want the best for me probably wouldn't put up with what I put up with. And so having that be the thing that you bounce off of, right? Being being sure that you're always being open and honest and practicing that vulnerability um, and holding yourself accountable to the ways you wanna show up That's so important. It's so important to the sustainability of your business. So that's what I have to offer you. Carve out time, sit with your schedule, reflect on the past six months and make adjustments as needed and figure out what your support needs to look like. I hope that all of you have time and space to reflect, to set boundaries, to create a plan for radical self-care, and to continue to be flexible with yourself and with your work, and that if there is something that you've been longing to do, you know, that you ask yourself, what's holding me back? Is it that I'm holding myself back because I'm, there's a lot of fear happening? Is it that I'm not making time and space to create the offering or the project or that product that I've been dreaming about for so long, you know, what is holding me back? And so my hope is that, you know, these strategies can be an offering to you and that it gives you space to continue to do the good work that you do while not compromising yourself and your energy. So that's all I have today. Until next time, stay brave. Thank you so much for listening to the Brave and Well podcast. You can find links and resources from this episode in the show notes at www.braveandwell.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Then send it to a friend. For free resources, special announcements, and discount codes, subscribe to our newsletter at braveandwell.com forward slash newsletter dash sign up. Until next time, stay brave.